2: Not good news yet again. Here we are talking about Trevor Lawrence's lower leg injury. More to come on that. We've got the week 14 waiver wire show. Who do you pick up? Stevenson injured. Henry looks like he could play now or he will play week 14. So Tajay Spears looking like an early lead dog out of the week might not be. It might be Zeke Elliott. We're breaking down the waiver wire rankings Uh, For this uh, episode of the Fantasy Football Show. All breaking right now. T-Law. Just, oh God, the injuries keep coming. And and that that takes Ridley out big time. And how about Browning? Was I ever wrong about Browning? Browning looks really good. Chase. Chase is going to be okay. Chase might not be a panic after all. Chase looked phenomenal in this game. Look at these stats. Chase was absolutely electric. 11 for 149 in a tutty. And Browning, 354, 32 of 37, one touchdown. He looked fantastic in this game. Mixon ran well, two touchdowns, 68 yards. I mean, this was this was an impressive win, but what an, what an insanely painful injury watching Law Dog go down. Um, the Fantasy Football Show Week 14 Waiver Wire Edition begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks.
1: From the FantasyFootballShow.com
2: news desk, here is your breaking news. I mean, if it's not one... Injury—it's another. The the next the next uh, show. Every show we're breaking some sort of big dog injury down, and it's just brutal. This is one of the most brutal seasons we've ever encountered in in the history of I think fantasy football, and I've done this for over two decades now, and I, I've never seen anything quite like this, especially with like certain injuries and certain positions and quarterbacks going down. Trevor Lawrence lower leg injury was taken to the locker room. Looked like an ankle. Could have been. Could have been a number of different things. It could have been a broken fibula, or it could have been a high ankle sprain, or it could have been something totally different. could have been ligament-related. The fact they were making him walk, they better have wanted him to do that to keep swelling down or something because to not put him on a cart and drive him, what if they're doing further damage? I think to make that assessment on the field that he could walk all the way to the locker room, I don't know why they did that. I mean, he may have said, I want to do it, but you put him on a cart, you drive him. But unbelievable. Unbelievable! Chase was unreal in this game. Jamar Chase, hats off to Jamar Chase! And, and look, I, I, I feel like we, we called a lot of things right this week. One thing I did not call right this week was saying that Browning was going to struggle in this game and that Jamar Chase would would also not score as many points as we would like. Jamar Chase was fantastic, so I'm going to take a lap to start to show off. I did not expect Jamar Chase. To come out on a terror like that, eleven for one forty nine and one TD. I did not expect Browning, who didn't look all that good in his first start, to look amazing in this start. He looked fantastic. Now, look, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit, but let's also say this kid, this kid looked poised and composed, and he was impressive. It was a a, a nice thing to see. I I, I wish we could have felt the same way about a New York Jet quarterback coming into a lineup and, and trying to take over a an absolute masterful uh put together masterful, masterfully put together offense and defense and all it needs is a signal caller and here the Bengals have Browning just sitting there. The Jets don't do anything about their situation. In fact the Jets are looking to go back to Zach Wilson. It's unbelievable. Um Bethard's not gonna get it done. Jaguars are toast. Ridley Ridley went from with with the injury to Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk went out in the beginning of this game. Um and and there's a there's a there's a strong chance Kirk with a groin injury, strong chance Kirk doesn't return in 2023 fantasy football. Maybe he returns like week 17, week 18, who, who knows. He could, it's possible, but those groin injuries are gruesome. He could barely walk. I highly doubt he plays anytime in the next 2 or 3 weeks. Ridley was looking like he was headed straight to the moon to the moon. And then he didn't get used properly in this game. He actually had a very very solid long long touchdown down to about the 1-yard line. Call back. Of course he did because that was the nature of this game. That was the flow of it. That was the bad luck we had going on. It's like it's one thing after another. Ridley, I knew as soon as Ridley caught that that catch that he'd a not get in the end zone and B I knew there was a flag coming. Soon as Ridley catches it. Oh, Ridley catches it. Unbelievable. Flag on the play. Laundry on the field. I knew it. I knew it. It was it was it was like that from the beginning of this game, from the jump. So Calvin Ridley, I don't know where to rank him anymore. He he was with K- the Kirk injury and T Law healthy, potentially on the verge of a top 12 to 15 wide receiver, locked and loaded the rest of the season. With T Law down, looking like done for the year. We don't know if he's done, so we'll find out tomorrow. Maybe find out late tonight. I don't know that you can call Ridley even a wide rec- a high-end wide receiver, too, or even he might be borderline flex-worthy at this moment. That's how quickly you can get your value ripped from underneath you when the rug gets pulled out. Look at Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is a top-five wide receiver in the National Football League. Garrett Wilson, you can barely play as your flex play right now. Barely play Garrett Wilson as your flex play because he has no signal caller. What does uh, Calvin really have? We don't know. We know that they misuse him, and he has no signal caller. So we'll, we'll find out the the status on on uh, on. Uh, we know it's we know it's we know it's most likely an ankle. We know it's a sprain of some sorts. It looks like. Uh, Jake Browning led the way. I'm, I'm just looking to see if there's any updates on, on Trevor Lawrence that are, uh, any sort of like concrete, you know, ankle. Everyone says ankle, lower leg, ankle, lower leg. It could be at the top of the ankle, it could be a broken fibula. You, there's so many things that could be going on. Chase was absolutely fire. Jamar Chase. The is moon. The let's, let's, okay, so this game, we, we, let's review it real quick and then we're going to jump straight over to the, uh, to the waiver wire stuff so on the jaguar side of the football etm was pretty solid um, 11 for 45 and a touchdown etn also pulled in four for 34 on the ground um parker washington we might need to keep an eye on six or 61 for a touchdown we could talk about where we'd lot him in I already wrote the waiver wire content out without him in there but we could talk about where we put parker washington in it Uh, Evan Ingram, nine catches for 82 yards and a touchdown. Calvin Ridley, three rushes for seven yards. That would have been a lot better than seven yards had it not been for this horrible cutback he made. I mean, he was trying to make a play, but this is just a disaster. Uh, Trevor Lawrence had two touchdowns and 258 before he went down. He's having a good day. He's having a good day, and this game would have went a, a lot of different direction if... It's just unbelievable, unbelievable luck. Just horrible luck with some of these quarterbacks. Horrible luck with a lot of these players. Joe Mixon, again, was solid with uh, 19 uh, carries for 68 yards. Not great yards per carry, 3.6. But that doesn't matter because he got two touchdowns punched in, and then he caught it six for 49. So Joe Mixon had a day. Higgins, three for 36. Tyler Boyd, five for 37. It was Jamar Chase, 11 for 49, 149 at a touchdown. Jamar Chase absolutely crushed in this game so congrats to anybody that had jamar chase um you know again i i even said at the beginning of this show i i take a lap for me doubting jamar chase in this situation but it is what it is um oh there's david wong Dave, david are you here to, to talk about uh about uh uh hn we're curious to know what your thoughts are on hn at this at this lovely hour let's get into the week number 14 waiver wire ads now I I think this is this is a tough one because let me see if I can get uh hold on a second guys. Let me see if I can zoom into this bad boy or zoom out of this bad boy. There we go. Okay, so at, at the top here, at the top we have um let's see, can I zoom in just a touch more? At the top we have Keith Mitchell. Um, Keaton Mitchell is available in a crazy amount of leagues, still 30% of leagues. And quite honestly, I feel like he has still win a a league potential. But you you look at Zeke Elliott and you say to yourself, okay, if you need now production, you need guaranteed production, this probably is the best running back pickup of the week, Zeke Elliott. The injury to Ramondre Stevenson is likely going to keep him out for Several games if not the entire entirety of you know the fantasy football uh season that matters. Keaton Mitchell still very arguable if you wanted to to say, hey, I, I can bank this player and hope that they become the next Devon Achan or version of him. Or you could say, Hey Smitty, that sounds great and dandy, but I think I'll I'll go ahead and uh I'll go ahead and take the now production because I'm hurting in my RB two or RB three uh, D- uh, David Wong says, "I don't think A Chan can do another game like that." We we figured you'd probably say something like that, David. That's an L take. Uh, Spears, thirty three percent available or rostership, thirty three percent of league's roster. This guy Spears still very very solid pickup. Even though Derrick Henry news came out today that he is no longer in the concussion protocol, so if we were expecting Spears to come in and save our fantasy seasons. In, in leagues where we're struggling or we need a running back. He might not get the run we thought in week number 14 because Derrick Henry will play, and he's not in the concussion protocol. These are the top four running backs, I'd say. Uh, Eli Mitchell's in there because I think they start trying to save McCaffrey a little bit, and he does get more run. Uh, Chase Brown looked really good tonight for the for the Cincinnati Bengals. Lat Murray, Ty Chandler, uh, Dottle. These are all the, the, way, the running back pickups for the week, and really – the cutoff tier for, like, solid, you know, a, a huge upside potentially is right there. And these guys aren't guaranteed for it, but at least they have the potential to be very, very solid running backs. Uh, I think as far as the wide receivers go with the injury to Tank Dell, which was devastating. Devastating to all of us Tank Dell owners. Tank Dell going down um opens the door not only for Nico Collins to go through the roof value-wise, but... Noah brown uh assuming he can stay healthy skyrockets he almost takes like Nico Collins's value and Nico takes tank Dell's value in in work workload so this guy could become a a solid wide receiver three going forward like locked and loaded the injury to Christian Watson we're still kind of awaiting how serious it looks he went into the tent limped very badly came out was joking around high five and uh dabbing up with people and then there's a lot of people saying that he walked relatively normally. I I don't we don't we we're going to find out more probably tomorrow on on the availability of Watson. Even head coach uh head coach of the Green Bay Packers and some staff reiterated they don't know the severity of the injury yet which is weird that they don't know the severity yet, but they don't, they say. So Reed and, and Dobbs are kind of TBA as to for, how far up they go in value, but they're certainly the next two probably on the list unless you want to take a gamble on JMO, who kind of comes and goes. I don't think there's consistency necessarily ready for you yet in this guy right here, but there's certainly upside, so you could you could rank these. I'd almost put the tear break here. I know Elijah Moore. You got Amari Cooper uh, injured. Elijah Moore Uh, is somebody that we need to look at. Curtis Samuel, solid. Uh, Demario Douglas, Pop Douglas is solid. Tight ends, Otten, likely. Mayer, Uh, not a huge list of tight ends, in in my opinion, that are available in a majority of leagues at least. Stafford's probably the best pickup of the week at QB. Minshew's also very solid. Maybe you're looking at Browning, though. Let's put a hard line here and say that the upside line's right here. Everybody from the line up is very, very decent, considering how late we are in in the year. But Browning, depending on how much you think he's going to evolve and how quickly, given he's got weapons like Jamar Chase, he can clearly utilize. Maybe Browning climbs up above Minshew. Maybe Stafford. Who knows? Who who knows if Browning's the best pickup right now for you in your situation if you're struggling at QB and a lost quarterback after quarterback? Maybe you had T Law and now you need something, you need some sort of big swing. Well, maybe Browning's that guy. Stafford is still a solid ad. He'd probably be my top pickup of the week if this list was here available to you. Um, Winston's down here. I, you can't see Winston. Let me write him up a little higher so you can see him. Winston, um, car is definitely banged up. So Winston's going to be probably starting for just a little bit and that's good for chris alave so these are my my waiver wire ads for week number 14 it's kind of a short little segment because as we get deeper into the season it's going to get thinner and thinner and thinner the talking points are going to get shorter and shorter and shorter and really we're going to focus on one two three guys at each position and that's keith mitchell for big swing zeke elliott for now production but also has pretty decent swing but his offense is limiting. So I you know, I much prefer Keith Mitchell from a talent perspective and a ceiling perspective. But depending on what you need right now, Zeke could be the guy. Spears had probably the number one overall pickup value of the week when we thought that Henry was in the concussion protocol. Roshan, tough to trust him, but he's a solid pickup. Noah Brown, Dobbs, Reed, Jamo, Stafford, Minshew, Browning, that is, and Otten. I'll put the line break there. That is your waiver wire list for week number 14. And it really is that simple and that quick for the week 14 waiver, guys. So that was probably the shortest waiver wire show or segment we've ever had. Now we get into super chats. Then we get into phone calls and try and solve some of your problems walking into week number 14, which is a, a critical week. And we got the first super chat of the day from DeBalt gets a standing O. Or of the night, rather. One of my leagues has five... Way tie for a six spot with a McPherson field goal. Gotta love fantasy football. What a game. h hand, let's freaking go. Playoff time, let's go. DeBalt, appreciate your $5 holler. You're the man, the myth, the legend. Jaime with a super chat. Um, without Pickett, week 14, do you like Muth or T- Taysom Hill? Uh, probably go Taysom Hill. With the, the volatility at quarterback and the change for Muth, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll I, I put in Taysom Hill. He's very versatile right now. Put Mingo on the wide receiver list, brother. I Yeah, I don't mind Mingo. We could definitely put Mingo in. Let's say Mingo goes, you know, where I got Hyde over here. We'll put Mingo right here. Basically, um, I don't know what's going on here. I got some, some buildup of some erased marker. Uh, Mingo is definitely uh, a worthy Mingo is his name-o. Of being like in this territory like Elijah Moore, Curtis Samuel, Hyatt, Mingo. Definitely don't mind that. Definitely don't mind that at all. Thank you, Young. Appreciate your super chat. And uh, let's see if we got any super chats or any questions here. Um, Of course, David David Wong. We didn't think you'd ever show back up and uh, and talk about A-Chan because you were such an A-Chan hater. And he went out and just proved every one of the haters completely wrong on Sunday. Producing top two running back numbers yet again. Yet again, and now it's what? It's what? It's garbage time. Now now, what's the excuse, David? Uh, David, hold on. Oh, I slipped. Devon HN. Please report to your shuttle to Saturn. Your shuttle is leaving. Prepare for departure. Touchdown probability high. All right, prepare for take one. All right, action. He's a box score, Bobby. He's a little sloppy, box score Bobby. He's a box score Bobby. He's he's been sloppy, Bobby. And, and, and David, David, talk about L takes. What what is this? What is this? Hopefully T Law is out? Okay, you want you wanna clarify what the heck that means, bro? What do you mean you hopefully T Law is out? What kind of comment is that? First you you're you're in here hating on HN constantly. It's all you say. Everything you've said for the last week and a half has been a not good. Don't listen to Smitty on A-Chan, A Chan's not gonna be good. A Chan's gonna be bad. If you're listening to this advice, don't li- don't listen to this advice about A Chan. is gonna screw you. Don't start A-Chan, A chan's not the guy. Over and over and over, all over the comments. Now this hopefully T Law is out. What kinda what kind of what kind of what kind of comments that I mean really bro. I, I don't know I don't know what to say at this point I, I'm so frustrated with the injuries
1: call into the show call, call, call into the show
2: yeah that's uh, uh, Ke- Kentucky says strike two Star- strike two David you, you know part, part of me wonders, why does why somebody even why does somebody even watch watch the show I mean, why? Why even watch the show, David? All right, dial into the the show. We got the waiver wire rankings on screen. Let me take a photo of this in case I I delete it so that I can repost it in a second or whatever because I want to make sure you guys can see the waiver wire order. If I do decide to delete it, boom, boom, boom. Mars Man Rockout, what can I do for you, Mars Man Rockout? Hold on, initial. Hold on one second. Initial testing on Trevor Lawrence sprained ankle per source uh, showed that Trevor Lawrence sprained his ankle. Uh, Lawrence is scheduled to undergo additional testing to determine the extent of the injury. So, same thing. Schefter is just reiterating it's a lot of lower leg injury talk, which I think they still with a with an MRI could find out that you know okay, there's something wrong with the fibula. But um, for the most part, they're thinking ankle and not, you know, lower leg. But, you know, that wasn't a conversation. Like people needed to understand. And it still could be, you know, until you get an MRI done. There's no no way to really know. But uh, they may have done x-rays. And x-rays could have confirmed, you know, a few things. Like breaks and such. MRIs are for for you know deeper issues, but for 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 X-rays to see if there's a broken ankle, whatever, broken leg, um, they'd be able to they'd be able to determine that with the X-ray. So hopefully they have those results, but they didn't say X-rays were negative or anything. So my guess is there's there's just more initial testing, but this is the most up to date. This is from how many minutes ago? Now <laughs> it says I screenshot it as soon as it came up. So now minutes ago uh uh Trevor Lawrence dealing with a sprained ankle but it could be a it could be a severely high high ankle sprain. My guess is he's out 4 to 6 weeks. Um you never know though. You never know. You could say this and it could be 2 or 3, but I I would say that the the Jaguars are done to a certain degree. But oh god it sucks so bad. They do have a nice little eight win Lead, but good God. It's been unbelievable. Okay, I'm sorry, Rockout. I didn't mean to cut you off. What can I do for you, Rockout? Unreal.
1: Yeah, basically won the game that I had negative three points uh, from Dallas.
2: Thanks, Amazon. Negative three points from Dallas? That cost you the week?
1: No, negative three from Dallas and a donut from... Jawan Johnson and still end up winning.
2: Nice job, congrats, man. Nice job, guys. Yeah. Congratulations, bro. Uh,
1: four, four, four in a row now. Eight and yeah, eight and five, and basically one game from first place.
2: Nice job, Broski. Proud of you. Little Nikki says, uh, "Love Kyler Wilson, Cup Amari Chuba." ahead 18 points with okay 18 points for buy okay so you're ahead oh you're just giving me your team okay love kyler i assume it's super flex or maybe you're just giving your quarterbacks cup amari amari yeah okay well we wish you luck and thank you for the super chat little Nikki. if you got any other questions let me know I appreciate you and and trump 2024 says smitty played Achan and kyron alvin debo 100 points bro Congrats on the nice little victory lap you're, you're able to take. Uh, unbelievable squad. Even though I lost Dell, I still got Chase, Alave, Flowers, Camara, Pacheco, Mitchell, and Love, Mashed Potatoes. I'm in the playoffs. Congrats, James. Good job. A lot of people are, are killing it today, Um, this week. I mean, we got, for the most part, there was a lot of negative things that popped up this week. And I got Ron Navy on the phone. He had Pickett get injured. That does affect a lot of players. In that uh, on that team, we had uh, you know T. Law go down. We had Tank Dell go down. We had um, what other injuries am I am I missing? There's so many of them.
1: Watson.
2: Watson go down, but hopefully that ends up working out. There's it's just it was one after another. Uh, Stevenson went down, but for the most part, it's still a very very good week for the show. Um. But man, just a kick in the nuts when you have two big dogs you you loved all off season. We all loved all off season, and T Law, had a nice game going. He had two touchdowns, well over 200 yards. Goes down, and this this image of him slapping the ground. Remember what I said a few like a week ago. Whenever a player hits the ground or puts a towel over their head, it's because they're it's they know they're they know they're done. You know they know they're not only done for the game, but it's like one of those moments where you're you feel you know it's like when someone punches a wall and breaks their hand. It's like they can't control the reaction, and whether it's a towel over the head, they can't control. They don't want people to see him in their state of like you know my season is done. But as soon as he hit that ground, we knew we knew he's done for the game, and we're probably not going to see him again this season. But we'll find out more tomorrow. Hopefully, there's some kind of weird silver lining, but just devastating injuries just devastating injuries quarterbacks have been hit so hard this year every position's been hit hard but good god this year's been the most brutal injury riddle season i've ever seen and maybe there's been more n- injuries in numbers but this has felt like the biggest nut kick you know to and the crazy part is the impact the the, cora- the collateral impact of some of these injuries like when Aaron Rodgers went down that ruined three fantasy football players. You know, Rodgers was a six to six to eight quarterback. You know, that was a big name quarterback going down. That's like Trevor Lawrence going down. You know, that was like a, a a Kirk Cousins going down. Kirk Cousins, Aaron Aaron Rodgers, Joe Burrow, uh, 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 Anthony Richardson. I mean, I, I can't even remember everybody that went down. It's it's just insane. Pickett, what's up, Ron? Uh, nice, nice call on Browning. Browning looked really good in this game, man. He awesome news for for uh, for Jamar Chase owners. Anybody that's got Jamar Chase has got to feel of a Jamar Chase signature. He's got to work on his signature. This is the worst signature in the National Football League. It's this tiny, tiny, tiny little thing. You can barely see it on the helmet. But um, great news for Jamar Chase owners. You own Jamar Chase, you have a little bit of uh of hope that he can. You know, maybe he won't be as good as Joe Burrow. This is one game. We've seen two games where one game they didn't play well. This game feels like Browning did take a nice step forward. But, I mean, there's there's definitely hope now for Jamar Chase owners. Wide receiver one value still could exist now. Well, Obviously. On the year.
1: Yeah, that's about him and the call and the mixing touchdowns. Uh, that's about the only thing I got right this whole yeah. freaking week. This yeah, freaking I got... week, is, uh, I missed the pick them by um, one 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 Ridley catch. That's all I needed, and they called the one back. Uh, so I missed that pick and then I missed the second pick-em, uh 5.5 yards for Higgins. I was so freaking living, and it went to overtime. I hope for overtime. Like you have a chance, and nope, nope, can't get it. Nope, yeah, nope. See, I was the reverse of, course, of
2: you, I was the reverse Kirk, of you. What,
1: Kirk? Of course, I had him on my big picking ticket, right? And first freaking play, Boom. he gets yard, and all I needed was 55 yards for him. First freaking play, he gets what 30 some yards and, and out of the game. Freaking another injury, 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 injury. injury. I'm tired of these freaking injuries. I was like, I went into this. I went this weekend with freaking 12 teams advancing in BB4, which was, I, you know, that's not a lot. I, I was like, out of 69, I did, and 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 all, this weekend cut it in half. I now I only got six, and I'm like, what the heck? This is the worst weekend for me. I happy for other people that's had success, but this this weekend totally just blew it. Blew it, blew it. See, blew i I was the total so
2: in. I was the total inverse of you. I I feel like I nailed so much, even on some of the all the start bench stuff for Saturday night, Friday night. Like this was a accurate week for me. Like it has all falling in line. This was a great week, even with some of the injuries, even with Dell's injury. It felt like things were just so amazing this week. And then tonight, I got I got like practically everything wrong tonight. Tonight was was not a good prediction night, but. I mean, we're gonna have those days, but wow! And Wayne Scott's back. Look, I'm, I'm not gonna even right now. I'm so pissed about pissed off about T Law's injury. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna placate to the ridiculousness of HN haters tonight because you guys are on zero found you have zero solid foundation. Wayne, nothing you say is gonna pass by anybody's BS meter or detector tonight. This is one of the most ridiculous comments I've seen, and I don't know how long. Pass on A-Chan. Yes, sir. Don't even get me started. You have nothing to get started about, Wayne. You have no argument. You have nothing. You have nothing. You saying this is you just trying to be different than everybody else. And I'm not going to even entertain it right now because I'm too pissed off about T-Log going down. It's just like, get over it. You missed on A-Chan. You didn't see it coming. It, uh, 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 embrace it. Play play a DFS. Play a Week 14 fantasy football draft and draft him so you can be a part of it jump on the train that way because we're not letting you on any other way your 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 a-chairing card's been revoked um let me go you kind of are
1: giving them some uh you're giving them a lot of air time by talking well
2: yeah (laughs) but it's not it's 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 fine his time's. no one's gonna no one even cares anymore He's A-Chan. If if anybody's still talking bad about A-Chan, they're just proving how much they don't know fantasy football. And everybody sees it. Everybody in here sees it. Um, uh, Theo, let's go to Theo real quick. Theo, you're live.
1: Yes, me. I put up um, 181 in my 12-man league, and I can't even be happy because of this. T Law injury. It's just, I know. I don't even have
0: him on my team, but it's sad to see him go down.
2: Isn't it, um, isn't it, suck when like something could get like, I don't know, ripped out from under you, you know, your, your, your fun moment, you're, you're excited about this and that. And like, you just, one thing, like the Tank Dell injury almost like made me depressed the entire day. But when A Chan started kicking it into gear and he, and he had, you know, his second touchdown, <laughs> it just, it was kind of like, um, well, what's the best way to describe it? It was kind of like just getting, you know, you get knocked down and you get a second wind. That's how I felt during during the, uh, during the season. Or during the week 14. Well, I'm yeah, sorry, during week 13.
1: It's like getting kicked in the nuts and that feeling when you get kicked in the nuts and it eventually goes away and you start feeling better. That's how it was. You get yeah. kicked in the nuts. You got to get through it. You lose your wind. You can't breathe. You, you feel like you're going to vomit. And then – and then it passes, and you start feeling
0: okay again. That's what it's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, do you think uh, Chase will be a top five to ten receiver rest of season? I or I, I, I think What you,
2: range do you put him in? I think it's it's hard for me to put him five, but like like five to ten, 10? sure. Five to ten, absolutely yeah. feel like. If Browning can continue this, but I I see no why no reason why he wouldn't. He did it a whole game. It was against the Jacksonville defense. They were they were hungry to stop him. Um it was prime time. There was a lot of pressure. The game had a lot of uh variables to it. There's a lot of pressure, not just in the spotlight, but pressure in that situation going into overtime. There's so many ways that he was put to the test that make me feel like you can't really trip and fall. I, I think you know it's it's a little shocking he didn't do as well as first game. But look, you know, sometimes it takes someone a little time to get their feet wet. They talked about it after the game briefly before I went live. I was hearing it that, you know, they interviewed him and he's like, you know, he's sitting there studying and he's, he's you know, tried to emulate, uh, you know, Burrow and just study and study and study. And so it, it was really, really, he, he seems very, very well uh, suited for, you know, this particular moment. Now, do I think he'll yeah. become a top? 12 quarterback in the National Football League. I think we shouldn't put the card before the horse, but I do think from a this season moving forward, weeks 14, 15, 16, 17, we have four weeks left to, to worry about whether Browning's going to be able to hold it together, and then we talk about what happens next year. Is he just the backup? Does something happen? You know? um, I mean, he
0: was I, crazy I, efficient.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, not only that, 32 of what, 37? I mean, that that again, you can't trip and fall into yeah. that either. But I'd say more so than anything, the game planning, the the play calling, uh, none of it's leaving Chase behind. You know, look at Ridley. T-Log goes down. It just felt mm-hmm. like – now, that there was a deep pass to Ridley that had he got, that his day would have been semi-salvaged. Yeah, and, of on, course, on the there was VR a penalty. Line. Of course, there was a penalty. I knew it. As soon as the catch was <laughs> made, I, I went, there's coming – laundry's coming. Laundry's coming. And there it was. As sure as Draven calling – to cry or complain after the end of the Sunday games. I knew Laundrie was going to hit the field. And it's, got, it's like when Brees Hall scores. I know Laundry's hitting the field. I know immediately a flag's coming out. And so that, that sucked. But they don't use Ridley. And, and, and the crazy part is at the end of the game, they do use him. When they need him at the mm-hmm. end of a game, they always target him. It doesn't always work out. But they did again kind of at the end of this game. And it's like, why not play call around him all game long? So swinging back to Jamar Chase, the fact that the the Bengals game planned around Jamar the entire game makes me feel like, yes, he is a top. You could say, like I said, I don't want to say top five, but I'll say top, top five to ten, which gives you the opportunity. Yeah. It's like an overlap, but it's just like there are a lot of good wide receivers that have, you know, potentially better situations, but He's certainly top five to 10 mm-hmm. right now, which I'll, I'll be honest. I, I took a lap at the beginning of the show. I wasn't sure he was going to hold that value. And I even did a panic chamber episode on Jamar Chase when Burrow went down. I was like, this is disastrous. Yeah, I know. But, I saw that. But things evolve, and, and Browning looks really good, and you got to adjust and adapt. And this is kind of like what I'm trying to tell to h Achan doubters to do with h Like, I didn't love Browning going into this game. But you got to be able to recognize when something's evolving, or you're not going to be able to mature as a fantasy football owner, or in my case, an owner and analyst and all that. So I'm very comfortable getting into that that realm and saying, oh, you know what, my mind was changed tonight. Not that he's yeah. an elite player, but like he very much will do what needs to be done to get Jamar Chase his top five to ten wide receiver numbers.
1: All right, thanks, Mitty. All right, bro. Pre, pre, hey, pre, a, a, a chance to the moon. A
0: chance to the moon. To uh, the moon. Saturn. Um. Thanks. Have a
2: good night. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you. All right, let's go over to uh, Ramos from Tampa. Ramos, my man, man, Ramos. What's going on, pal? Howdy. I got an absolutely moon man team going to the playoffs. All right.
0: Um, but I have a question about who I should be starting forward. I lost Tank Dell, but I have A-Chan, ETN, Hall, Devontae Smith, and right now I have Jay Jettas and Olave on the bench.
2: Pretty, you're better off than most, bro.
1: I know. I've
2: knocked out on trades. I got A-Chan. I got J.J. Olave. You sound sound pretty well taken care of. I don't know that you need to worry. I mean, you got three wide receivers. I mean, J.J. should be back this week. You know, maybe J.J. goes through what Jamar Chase just went through. Like, a lot of doubt that he can do it. And then all of a sudden, J.J. goes out and has 125 yards and a touchdown, you know, in week 14. It could happen. I'm going to be a little more open-minded that that could happen watching what just happened with Jamar Chase. Um, so, I, I I don't know where to rank JJ. I certainly wouldn't put him in my top five, but would I rule out top 10 wide receiver numbers go forward for JJ? No. Am I going to count on top five, six, seven, like the higher end? No, but could it happen? Absolutely. I'm 100% going to be open-minded about it. The question we have is, Dobbs is, I, I almost... I can't say a guarantee, because maybe there's a Browning re- re- ready to... Who, who's starting for uh, uh, Minnesota Browning? Or if uh, Dobbs doesn't start, it's um who? Depth chart. Hall. Yeah, Hall.
1: Hall will be back.
2: Um, I know Hall's not Browning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I'm almost... I'm almost positive. <laughs> I, I, I can't say positively, because you, you never know, but... I would say I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is not going to be that situation. Um, but if they, if they go to Dobbs for one more week, I think that JJ can revive Dobbs and Dobbs can help keep JJ afloat a little bit. I don't think he'll be as good as Chase was, but never know. But if Dobbs gets benched and Minnesota goes that direction and they pull the plug on the Dobbs project that quickly and give up on him after all he's done and accomplished this short amount of time... I'm not saying he's been perfect. I'm not saying that you wouldn't contemplate a move, but they better give him one more chance with J.J. How could you not? How could you not give him one more try with J.J.? It, it would be, I think, very reckless of the Vikings to, to move on from him that quickly. So, I think you'll be okay, bro. Yeah,
1: that was bull. That was bull. That, that, that game was lost by by a, a, a the coach anyways because – you remember that pass that he had? They had all the momentum. He passed that touchdown pass to Hawkinson. They had all the momentum. They left, and then the next time they get the ball, what do they do? They went conservative. Run on first down. Run on second down. And then they, with too much time left. So Kevin O'Connell, his, he, he lost that game for his team. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Dobbs, and and in fact two of his. Uh he had four interceptions, I think, but two of them weren't even his fault. They hit the receiver in the hand and um and so it wasn't all on Dobbs. Dobbs deserves another chance yeah if they if
2: that's like almost saying um i I'm trying to think of another analogy here my my mind's so wasted. I've been so busy with my yard and all the things going on today. on top of that, you guys won't even believe it i, I slammed my finger in my car door. And, and it was stuck, and I, I, I couldn't get it out, like, unless you open the door. And uh, I th- I don't know if I'm going to lose my nail or not, but here, here, I don't know if you can see it. You probably can't see it because of the light. The lighting in here is kind of crazy, but, yeah, there it goes. You can see my thumb. It it was, it, th- that whole part that's where the nail is red, and you can even see, like, right here, it, it was in the door from that red mark all the way over, and... Anyway, it was stupid how I did it. My, my my daughter challenged me to race to the car and whoever could get in quicker, put your seatbelt on, you know, and then close the door. Uh, one. <laughs> and I'm running and I got the yard stuff going on. So my car's in a totally different place across the street because they got trucks and everything. And it's at an angle on the on the curvature of the street. And so I'm never parked there at all. So I open the door. And I sit down and I go to grab my seatbelt. And, you know, I just swing a little wide to go get it. And the door, because of the angle of the car, just closed right on my thumb. And i was like this. <laughs> and I'm like, oh! Ah! And, oh my God. So I've had a day. I've had a day. Let's just say that. Th- the oh my thumb- God. Yeah, the thumbnail is just trash. So I'm on IR. Everyone's getting hurt. But I showed up. I showed up to work again. Anyway, let's just say I lost that challenge too. But taking an L, you hate (laughs) taking another L. Uh, anyway, um, hey, uh, Cali Loco, you're live. Where'd Rock out go?
0: Hey, hey, Smitty, how you
2: doing? Uh, I'm good, bro. I mean, very, very amazing Thursday. Very, I know Ron had a rough Sunday. I personally felt like, for at least the show and myself, Sunday was one of the best weeks we've had in two years. Just the combination of everything that that went well. Tonight was a a good mix. I mean, Jamar Chase doing well was fantastic to see. I apologize to anybody if my my pessimistic viewpoint on Chase caused anybody to panic on Chase, but... um, T-Law going down was a big kick to the Nads. Ridley losing all of his value potentially now is a big kick to the Nads. So, a mixed week, but for the most part, 90% of it was amazing. But, you know, the injuries to Dell and T-Law really pissed me off. But other than that, Callie, I'm doing good. How how do you fare this week? What do you need help Uh, with?
0: I'm in a mixed week, too. Uh, Chase got me. You know, uh, i I'm in a survivor pool. That's the good news. I survived. Chase helped me there, but killed me in the fantasy. And uh, my own little, you know, I got A-Chan. Of course, you know, I didn't play him. And if I, I, I had Moster I, at the last second, I put Devontae Smith in a Flex. I saw, I read somewhere about... Uh, Miami Mike talking about not, you know, we got to be smart with them and this and that. I should have just listened to you. I probably would, I would have had a tie. If I would just kept Devontae Smith out. But I, I knew he's going to, had a feeling Devontae is going to score a touchdown. And like, you know, that I thought Niners would win and they, you know, they'd have to throw a lot. And I was just kind of worried, you know, he'd get five touches. He'd get a touchdown with five touches, but like, I was like, oh Mostert will score. I have Mostert and HN. Yeah, like the thing it, the Mostert thing you N- gotta
2: the thing you gotta remember about HN, yeah. and I, I try and describe this to people every time we map it up on a board or whatever, is that that Miami Dolphins offense is kinda like uh it's like a, an injection of production gets gets inserted into it when HN's on the field. So if you try and evaluate it with him off the field, you're evaluating a smaller piece of pie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're like, oh, well, what about Wilson and and and, and Mostert? They're splitting this amount. If you were to divide that up, you wouldn't get a lot of production. But when Achan's is on the field, the Miami Dolphins offense grows. The production grows. The pie grows. So the sliver that is about forty to forty-eight percent of the pie that A-Chan usually gets is so big. He could get 39% on occasion and be just fine. There's no way Wilson's going to get equal share. It's Mostert, it's H. chan and then Wilson getting some extra. But there, there's certainly enough for H. chan to get 43 44% of an enormous amount of production. Not to mention that, I mean, he scored two touchdowns in week 13 this week. He scores multiple touchdowns every game he's playing practically, or has, and he can rip off one carry, one touch because of his acceleration and explosiveness. It's like you give him 10 carries, he's going to pop one off. There are certain running backs in the National Football League, especially in an offense like this, that when they get 10 to 12 carries, one of them is going to be some huge rip. And so, you know, will there be a game where he has eight points, six points? Yeah, I, I think there will be for sure. Like walking into the remaining weeks and then you'll have the, the guys back like David Wong and other people in here that are just continuously throwing, you know, mud at it. Um, they're going to think, oh, yeah, he's fin- finally back, bounced back down to earth. But players do bad all the time. Kamara hasn't been amazing every single week. Like eight chans going to have a bad week. And had Achan had a bad week this week, I still would have felt the exact same way, walking into week fourteen, exact same way. I would have just said, yeah, "Guess you gotta what?"
0: Shoot your shot yeah, g- guess
2: guess what? Players he's, he's have bad shot. weeks. It happens. It's going to happen for A-Chan. and I'm not going to waver.
0: Well, here's my here's the here's the reason why I, why I really lost, or, or I'm concerned. I got Herbert, you know, and again a mixed week, you know, the, the other guy in the survivor pool. If could New England have like one offensive player if New England won I would I, I would have not I would have won the whole damn thing you know I mean, New England
2: like, New England has to be Ramo, the worst Ramondre offense
0: went down. oh my God
2: New England has to be the not only the worst offense in the National Football League but by far the worst team I don't know if Travis is in here Travis might actually agree I don't want to make Travis upset because uh, I know it's his team but I mean good God. Uh, they're just the worst offense in the National Football League, and hey, they just,
1: be next week though, this you, coming Thursday, they're going to win. They're going to beat the
2: Steelers. Well, it might be three, to, three. Yeah, to zero.
0: but I can't, I can't. that's that's too risky. Well, who do you guys like? Speaking of Survivor, who you guys like? I, li- I like Houston, Green Bay, or uh, I would have did the Saints, but the quarterback's out. So I'm I'm thinking about Green Bay or Houston. What do you guys like?
2: Houston, Survivor, Houston, Green Bay, and who else?
0: Uh, what do you, Saints? Saints are at home against uh, Tampa, but, you know, with De- DeMarcus or, Win- or Winston, I mean, uh, that's too much of a dice roll for me. And uh, how many times can a team lose in a row? Like, I've been riding against Carolina. That's where I've been winning. But, like, you know, I took Tampa Bay this last week. I, I survived. But... You know, now with Winston, you know, that's just so dangerous. He's living on a razor-thin razor, razor
2: thin edge. <laughs> Winston, didn't look, Winston didn't look great in relief, but he certainly could be better for the offense. He certainly could be better for Ridley, but I'll let Ron give his take. You said Green Bay, uh, or the three I'd teams? Green Bay, Houston, and,
0: and uh, Saints, those three.
2: Okay, go ahead, Ron. I'd
0: take Green Bay. Green Bay
1: because... Even though Houston should win, they're playing the Jets, which is a strong defense, so you never know what's going on there. I, I Green Bay plays the Giants, so, yeah, I'd pick Green Bay.
2: I forgot, we got two Monday night games this coming week.
1: Yeah, Miami and who's it, Miami and... Uh...
2: I'm pulling up the schedule, hold on, I, I want everybody to see it. It's uh, the yeah. Ten- Tennessee at Miami, Green, Green Bay at Giants. So, okay, so Green Bay or Houston, if it was me, man, if Houston had, like, an offense at all, I, I think that defense would scare me more. But They're getting run ragged. I certainly think that, that the Texans are capable of scoring on them, but, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you look at this Green Bay matchup against the Giants, the two worst and it was certainly Barkley's capable of having 150 yards and a touchdown and helping his team win a game. I'm not I'm not saying that's not possible. I don't know that New England has that same type of, you know, setup even when Ramondre is healthy. So the Giants have a, a leg up on New England, but I think the Giants and New England are in my opinion probably the two worst teams in the league. And Carolina uh, the Bears are obviously really bad, but like they can they could have an explosion. They can be tough to maybe stop for a game or two. We'll see what I. Fields is gonna be such a fun topic this off because I think he's as good as gone. I don't think he's he's gonna be in Chicago in 2024. So that's gonna be amazing com, com, conversation and and live streams all about that. But I'm with Ron. I say Monday Night Spotlight second. Oh no, the, the games are at the same time. Monday night spotlight on ABC against a very, in my opinion, easy opponent. Now, certainly anything can happen. Look at Browning and what he did tonight in, in a game where, you know, it was widely expected. Not everybody thought, so even Ron said he thought Browning was going to do really well, but widely expected that the Jaguars would win that game. Anything can happen. Giants could win. Yeah. Barkley could it, be Giants on a tear. But g- give me Green Bay yeah. in this matchup because because the Jets are a formidable opponent even regardless of the regardless of the offense. But yeah, let's go Packers, baby! This is Survivor for right. one pick this week only, right?
0: One pick, you can never use the team again. That
2: that yeah. saves you the ability to use Houston next week, right? So Houston, But in- the matchups. I don't
0: know. I, I've been like all the way. I've been just like picking to win. You know, like some of these guys, they do the. You know, I listened to you earlier. You know, like just win this week. I picked the favorites in the beginning. A lot of them. Well,
2: they, that are well, out, I got I got good you know, news for they, you. They, they Houston, Houston plays out. Houston plays Tennessee in week fifteen. So I I definitely be okay with picking Houston that week. Could Houston? Could Tennessee win? Sure, but you know, I, I <clears> think, <throat> think I think you yeah, got
0: division division. I, I've been avoiding division rivals too. That's my yeah, strategy. but
2: I, look, Stroud's playing like fire, bro. I think I, I'd, I'd be okay with no. that. What, what would be your other options in Week 15? Just give me a qu- quick two teams that are available for you.
0: Oh, I, I gotta see. I gotta. I gotta okay. See, but, yeah. All right. You know. But uh, what do you, What do you, Last thing. Um, like I said, going back to uh, the Chargers. You know, I, I've been riding the quarterback. You know, that I, I almost took that one of my guys. I don't want to wave anybody. You know, for my you know stashing people. I almost picked up Minshew because I felt bad. I saw the weather. I knew they were gonna you know, not have a good game. So and are you are you, game, in, are you saying this
2: are you saying Minshew in regards to you might want to stray away from Herbert? Is that what you're saying?
0: In the future, yeah, to I'm I'm gonna make the playoffs, thank God, because of Because 'cause I've had H on and like uh, the last spot is based on points. You you,
2: you had so, who? Who was that? A A who? A who? H, HF. H, HN, HN. this this HN. guy report to your shuttle, to Saturn,
0: your shuttle. I had hey, a I not uh, uh, unlock the door.
2: a boy. Hey. Didn't
1: you say the Saints you
2: know I mean?
0: this week your options, too?
2: Yeah, uh, the Saints Green as well. Bay- yeah, he said the Green
0: Saints. Green Bay, Saints, and yeah, for Texas, 15, those are the top, or Atlanta.
1: The Saints play the Giants next week, so you could use, in week 15, you could use the Saints over the Giants if you don't like the Texans over the Tennessee. Double dip could, on the Giants,
2: could, bro. Wait,
0: yeah. Double
2: double dip on the. You're gonna double. Yeah. You're gonna double decker the Giants with your your picks. Um, so let, let me go back to this. This is a great topic, and I do, I don't mean to suggest you're wrong necessarily, and you're thinking of straying away from Herbert. But I venture to say there are a lot of Herbert owners right now. They want to know what I what I, Ron, anybody, even you, Cali Loco, what you think, which you kind of just alluded to, you have questions about using Herbert go forward and are there concerns. This this Charger offense looks awful. The coaching staff is is garbage. Um they don't know how to use Eckler. I believe Eckler is a a player that certainly could have dropped off like we talked about all offseason long turn 28's a kiss of death to everybody but Derrick Henry it, it's there. there's only one anomaly and it's Derrick Henry you could say Mostert is also he's what 87 years old Mostert Moster, but Mostert wasn't in a featured role his entire career without like any sort of gaps in, in his resume it's different like yeah. McKinnon's older most it's older these are spot duty backs that have been plugged in and out and have a very low amount of mileage so they're not counted in this kiss of death age restriction for an rb but it used to be back in the day when i first started in the industry over two decades ago where if you turned 30 years old as an rb and you turned 30 before the season kicked off you were done put a fork in you You had to be an anomaly in order to be a good running back every day. But this is with elite usage players that have been getting the full workload the entire time. They're top 10 running backs. The difference between a Henry and a Mostert is Henry's mileage, Eckler's mileage, Christian McCaffrey's mileage. You know, all these players' mileage is astronomical because they've been producing such big production that they're in the top five for fantasy football running backs when you're in the top five or ten for fantasy football running backs you're getting used so Eckler was there he was he turned 28 is the new 30 so that was back in the day 30 now it's 28 you turn 28 before the season starts you might as well put a fork but it's like it was so hard it was so hard not to trade for Eckler, and I admit that. And I've traded for him a couple leagues at his very, very low price tag, on the off chance that his early injury string of games that he didn't play allowed him to finish the season at least with some sort of spark, and then he kind of tails off or, or whatever going into the off season. So there, there no, no one was, no one was making, in my opinion. A crazy mistake trying to bank on him at very good by low value. But drafting him in the first round was a huge mistake. And it's something that was cautioned by this show the entire offseason. The problem I have right now is I think Eckler might be able and capable of producing really solid running back numbers right now. But his offense won't let him. I, I think this is one of the worst run offenses and, and they're not getting anything close to what they should be getting out of their players in the National Football League. Like, the amount of talent they have, the misuse of the weapons is so crazy. Herbert is absolutely dog water right now, but we know he's capable. We always liked Herbert on his channel. Um, I had a lot of concerns going into the season. Now, you guys remember that. We'd have big debates here on the channel when I didn't have him in my top five. And... I, I, just, I just didn't know what to see. And I think, Ron, you might have even said you don't think they did enough in the draft. I think you said like many weeks back. They just haven't done anything right. They haven't done anything right and they continue to not do anything right. And they had a chance to trade for DeAndre Hopkins or uh, bring in DeAndre Hopkins. They didn't. It, we'll have to see. That would have solved everything.
1: A, this coach is getting fired for sure. He he's he's not going to make it past this year. So, see what kind of coach they bring in for next year.
2: Yeah, but but so anyways, I'm sorry it's such a long-winded rant and sidetrack.
0: No, well, trust me. I'm frustrated. I'm <sighs> California,
2: like yeah, I'm more a Raider fan.
0: But like, I remember last year we lost the playoff game. It looked like uh, Bosa's brother was about to murder him on the sideline. Okay, he, like he so. Let l- 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 me circle him
2: in. Let me circle back though, because I, I want I was going off on a tangent. Do I think that you're benching this guy? And a lot of people are wanting the answer to this question. They probably wonder what I think. Do I think that you guys might think differently? That it's time to bench him for a, a waiver wire guy like Minshew or Stafford or Browning? The answer to that is no. He's still fully capable and he's had some big games this year. He's fully capable of dropping a three or four TD game at any moment. And I'd rather fall on the sword of Herbert than to go to the waiver wire, give up on Herbert because of things that are out of his control and then watch him bounce back and have a nice little finish. So the answer to the question is he's still very much a starting quarterback in fantasy, but he's falling for sure toward the later half of the uh, the, the QB ones. Just, in, just on pure offensive execution and bad coaching and in, in bad momentum and bad you know bad everything aging players like uh, losing losing Eckler and what's so painful about this is Keenan Allen looks so good this year he's playing banged up every single week this is kind of his last hurrah I don't know and I, I'm not saying I won't draft Keenan Allen high for the first month of football next offseason season or next season or the first eight weeks or whatever. I, I'm going to take a whole different approach to busting players, uh, a la my stay away from Derrick Henry from a year ago. A much better take would have been, hey, even even if he ended up doing what he did and finishing out 2022 uh, two on a terror, d- drafting him, riding the, the horse for eight weeks, 10 weeks, then trading him before you believe he could break down. That's the better move with some of these guys that probably leave the season of 2023, let's say, in, in Keenan Allen on fire. And probably there's no sign of drop-off. We'll continue that into the next year, but trade them before there's a potential drop-off. Keenan Allen is getting up there in age. Wide receivers drop-off is different age-wise than running backs. Running backs is at 28. Wide receivers, you start hitting 30. 30 years old. 30? Years old and you are in some serious, like danger territory. Look at Cooper Cup. Keenan Allen will be Coop. Keenan Allen will be most likely the Cooper Cup of next season. I, I know no one wants to hear that, but does nobody wanted to hear that about Cooper Cup either? Everybody thought it was a ridiculous take I had to avoid Cooper Cup. You know, but Cooper Cup and and like Eckler, he's a good buy low. I'd even buy Cooper Cup right now. I buy Cooper Cup right now. That is nothing to do with my avoid him on draft day, because they're completely different price tags. They're completely different versions of Cooper Cup. It's like buying a brand new uh, uh, PlayStation for half the price right now when you you know you, you think it's got some issues and you're gonna wait till the next edition comes out. Like you're getting a steal, and he doesn't even have to produce what he was supposed to produce on draft day. But 30-year-old wide receivers are danger, danger territory, especially 31 and up. But running backs is 28. So I'm sorry it's such a long win. It's such a good topic, though, because that Charger offense feeds so many different you know, fantasy.
0: Well, I, I think uh, Keenan Allen, you know, like he's getting force fed because the other receivers suck. And uh, that's what's carrying him past this age gap that you're talking about. I'm, I'm worried that if Chargers drop another game, which is coming, then they're going to shut Keenan Allen down and let him get healthy for next year. It affects my, you know, because in our league, at the beginning of the playoffs, you can't pick anybody else up. So you got to kind of like get your guys. That's it. Next, next week, that's it. So yeah. like right now I got Dobbs, right? I can hold him over. I, I, who knows if he's going to be the starter or should I go get Minshew or something just for insurance in case you know, I, I like I, I like the quarterback, but what happens if worst case scenario, like I'm saying, you know, if Keenan Allen's out, that's it. You know, so so it's that, is that both guys. Who are the
2: who are the top three waiver wire quarterbacks? Of course, you should get a backup. Of course, you you should have a backup plan. You don't want to be you know left with no quarterback. Yeah. So I got I got,
0: do- I got Dobbs right now on on the bench. Okay. But who knows if he's starting? We're going to find out this week. But you got Minshew. Um, you got. Winston uh,
2: Hold on, let me see I'm sorry guys I haven't answered These super chats yet Hold on Yeah, hurry up Real quickly uh, uh, Cali Loco And then I'll I gotta answer These super chats I totally forgot about them Hold
0: on Uh, Minshew Like I said
2: uh... Are you Oh yeah
0: Either Minshew Those are the ones Like Minshew Or or Roll the Dice With Winston (sighs) I mean, everyone's taken. Like, my league, you know, they hold guys over and stuff.
2: It's hard. Winston's hard to trust, but he might have the most upside, maybe. Um, Dobbs, look, he's probably got the most upside, and he's got JJ. But does he have a job? We don't even know if he has a job anymore from this moment on. But I think, like, if you find out, I, I, I think I'd rather hold on to Dobbs in hopes that he does keep the job. And then if you have to swap them out with whoever's left over, you have to do it. But I, I, if Stafford were there, I'd take Stafford. But I, I, de- I definitely feel like Dobbs has some huge upside with, with JJ coming back. Not huge, but good enough, you know. All right, Callie, yeah. appreciate you, bro. All right, thank you. Later. Uh, Ron, I got to get to a bunch right. of these. You got anything else you want to add real quick? Oh,
1: I'm good, dude. Sorry.
0: It's just, um,
2: hopefully next week's a lot better than this week. Well, that's all I got to
1: say. Yeah. All right, Ron.
2: Appreciate you, bro. All right. Later. Later. Uh, Paul, hey, Smitty, got Kyler on a bye week. Should I pick up Love versus the Giants or Browning? Love. I like Browning. Browning looks really good. I don't want to throw any disrespect on Browning, but I would definitely go with Love. Uh, Watching HN deliver. I was just waiting for Smitty victory lap. Thank you for that message there, buddy boy. Abe, appreciate you. Uh people hating and calling me dumb for stashing Han and Kyron. Abe to the moon. Abe, you're crushing it, bro. Uh, Terry Roberts, tank Dell injury hurts. Hey, Ron, Navy. Uh, thank you, Terry Roberts, for your super chat. Finns Fanatic with a $5 holler. Help. Dell Watson, Sharps, Swift, hurt. 9-4, and four, tied for first, superflex, PPR. Alan Tua, Whitehall, Warren. Dig St. Brown, JSN, Kincaid, Taysom season over. So I don't know if you need help for trades. Can you still trade, Fin's Fanatic? Uh, Dell, Watson, that Sharbs, I mean, you do get swift hurt. God, you got hit bad. So Allen, Josh Allen's fantastic. Tua, this is a super flex. You got Tua and Allen. Even if you're hurt left and right, up and down, you got two amazing quarterbacks that can really help guide you, you know, and maybe win one game at a time. So do not give up. White and Hall, Warren. You Look, out of those three running backs, White and Hall could explode. Warren could explode. I think you're kind of playing it by ear, whether it's Hall or Warren. You know, we'll, we'll have to, you know, almost take it right up to kickoff before we decide which one. But you're starting White. White's been solid. Diggs will bounce back. Josh Allen, Diggs could win you the entire championship, bro. This is not a team, St. Brown, uh, Kincaid. This is not a team that would shock me at all if you called in a said, we did it won the championship, look at the squad. And it's Josh Allen and, and and Diggs that have like three straight monster weeks and and just walk you straight into a championship. So absolutely do not give up. Amazon Joe, giving forum for dumb comments and they're not super chatting. They can super chat if they want to hate here. You know, sometimes though, Amazon Joe, it's good for all of the HN um, like 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 I explained earlier, if anybody wants to know why I'm entertaining the the ridiculousness of people that are proving they don't, you know, really know they're not looking deep into fantasy football that talk badly about HN. Um the reason I do it is because there's so much of it out there. There's so many um regretful Rogers that are spreading so much hate that I need you to hear that it's not true. I need you to hear that they're running their mouth and they don't know what they're talking about because you're, it's affecting your decision. I can't tell you how many times, bro. Who is this, Amazon Joe? I can't tell you how many times people said, Smitty, it's because of your three adamant live streams I started a channel. I was going to sit them. So if it wasn't for the haters and the trolls, they're helping they're helping Amazon Joe. They're almost needed because now we're able to get the message out and it's a very, very clear indication the message needs to be delivered. So Amazon Joe, I probably won't stop fully entertaining and pandering to the HAN completely ridiculous comments and, and misguided. Uh, situations that we keep seeing pop up here and there, whether it's talking about this or talking about that or talking about, okay, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Okay. He did it. Well, he's not going to do it again. Oh, he did it again. Okay. Well it was because the game was out of hand. There's an excuse after excuse after excuse, but it's needed because these people are allowed. They're clearly infecting the mindsets of a lot of people and so amazon joe that's why i do it it's not for anything else if you some people say smitty don't let them get to you no one's getting to me this is a show this is a show that has a lot of things that need to be addressed constantly. And and you may not you may not see it from your perspective, but from my perspective, I'm judging and measuring and looking at a oh, thousand, hundred thousand things at once. And it comes in and I, I feel okay, this vibe here, this vibe here. Instagram comments are through the roof. The text lines telling me that people are worried about HN. I start feeling the vibe and I roll with the content, bro. That's how my mind works. That's how my content operates. And when I get enough of of a pushback on something, I know a message needs to be delivered. So don't think for one second that this guy is getting uh, 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 bothered or, um, you know, bombarded with things that are letting get to me. I've been doing this 20 plus years, bro. YouTube, not 20, radio, 19 plus years, fantasy content for over 25 years now. But from the YouTube perspective, from the live interaction perspective, it's you know it's been twenty years just on different platforms. But on YouTube, YouTube lives. This is what year five. Like I, I, this is not my first rodeo. I do know how to ignore the dumb noise that doesn't necessarily need to be addressed. This needs to be addressed, and it's a great question, Amazon Joe. I know, I know you're just looking out, but I just want you to know my thinking. I'm thinking eight layers. This is this is 3D chess when it comes to trying to funnel content into the show and into the the callers and conversations bro we're good to go help Dell watson sharp swift hurt okay thank you fins fanatic appreciate you for your your super chat you are amazing you're the man the myth the legend appreciate you uh kelsey is garbage says Mike. uh i don't think so but it's definitely you know feeling very very bad thank you uh yang appreciate you appreciate you showing up uh birdman it's your birthday is it not I think I saw that somewhere, and I, I'm surprised I remember. But Birdman to the moon. If it's his birthday, drop a cake. Appreciate you. And uh, Kelsey is top number one tight end, no matter what. Says Jesus, who owns him in eight leagues. But he he definitely definitely is. Peanut butter cups. Appreciate you. Uh, I might call tonight too. Uh, we've been live for how long? We got 450. Man, we got 450 people in here. I don't know if I want to leave yet. I want to keep giving you guys what you what you need. What you need to survive week 14. Let's take a couple more phone calls. Let's see if we can extend the show a little bit. We got 450 eyeballs in here. Only 129 thumbs up though. Punch that thumb up button. We did hit 24K. Um, as you can see behind me, we hit 24K. So congrats to all of you that, that, that helped make that happen. This is, this is for you as well. The celebratory milestones are because of you uh dial into the phone line we'll we'll take another couple calls we got 447 people in the building punch the thumb up button for those that came here for the waiver wire content it's kind of a mess on the board tonight because i was doing 100 different things Slam my thumb into a car door uh we had a tooth fall out on one of the kids I had to do all kinds of this craziness of running around like my with my head cut off stafford Minshew, browning uh, kind of feel like the the top tier you know tier break quarterbacks to pick up uh this this one right here uh, Keaton Mitchell available in 30 per, or rostered in 30% of leagues Zeke rostered in 35% Spears in 33 and Roshan in 20 these are the top running backs to pick up mitchell's the big swing more of the stash but you know still usable in a flex capacity zeke is more the running back too that could be used now maybe a little less upside than mitchell but more safety spears was going to be the top pickup of the week until we found out that henry was going to play week 14 and is not in the protocol roshan's kind of a something in between all this huge upside still big risk Eli Mitchell get more work. Make sure you cuff him if you got Christian McCaffrey. Noah Brown gonna see an increased role like you can't believe now that Tank Dell's injured. It's almost like Noah Brown becomes uh Nico Collins in what he was doing. And really Noah Brown was doing it on his own anyway, but but Noah Brown definitely doesn't like get come back and get discarded. He comes back and has a huge volume. He's gonna probably be a wide receiver, uh elite wide receiver three, at least. Dobbs and Reed, depending on the Watson news tomorrow, it seems like Watson might have some better news, but it still could be two to three weeks. Better news, but two to three weeks of missed time versus like he's done for the year, you know, type of thing. Uh, J-Mo's interesting, but still hard to trust. Elijah, that's the tear break right there. Elijah Moore, Curtis Samuel, DeMario Douglas, uh, Hyatt. Uh, we got Mingo. We've got uh, uh, Parker. um uh otten likely mayor otten's really the the top pickup of the week those are the waiver wire peeps the redwood is on the line the redwood you are live
0: hey how's it going
2: i'm good bro so uh what do you think
0: that uh i know that i'm not happy that uh that you got hurt but it seems like uh,
2: Besser likes to use Ingram and ETN a lot. Do you think that their usage will get bumped up with them being quarterback? ETN, I, I think ETNs could, but um, you know you gotta you gotta worry about the efficiency of the offense, and you gotta think about things from the perspective of a defense is very much set in on like a game plan. Obviously, they adapt to what cover you know what kind of coverage they need to deploy and all that like so they're very versatile defensive game planning is very versatile a versatile thing but you will find that when a team knows that they're planning for this quarterback versus that quarterback for this system versus that system and the system will be different with uh uh without t law commanding it so you're going to see etn almost focused on differently too from a defensive perspective so they just need to be very very capable of throwing him the ball too that way he's at least matchup proof and there is not a real significant way to game plan against etn you know like like game planning against certain running backs is easier than others and if he can if he can truly with Beathard, become uh you know uh, alvin Kamara usage type player a Kyron Williams usage type player which he's certainly capable of and we've seen it. But with Beathard, can he be that? With Beathard, then then he definitely can continue to thrive.
0: Yeah, I just I just feel like when it seems like when Eli's at quarterback, they don't get a lot of those plays where they get he stand out on the edge for those big explosive plays, and it seemed like there was a lot a lot of that with Beathard And I'm not sure if that's his decision making or the game plan, or you know, but it just seemed like it seemed like he helped him out.
2: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Uh, I you know I I don't I don't really know I don't I don't really know what's in store for Ridley I don't really know what's in store for now Kirk's probably out for the for the fantasy football year and and Zay Jones I don't know if he's going to be able to deliver that 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 you know upside or anything he's certainly on the do we have did we not even put Zay Jones on here I think we got to put Zay Jones on here what am I doing Zay Jones we'll put Zay right around here Zay Jones. So Zay Jones needs to be added right around there. But it's even hard to really count on that because it you know, without T Law, it's not like it, it really works the same. But he definitely needs to be on there. So if anybody missed or or came came late, you you're gonna see that addition. But Zay's definitely definitely uh capable of of uh, being like no. added, but I mean, I just don't think they all they all just get bumped down a lot, you know. And Ridley was top freaking twelve the moment Kirk went down. And I'm not trying to celebrate Kirk's injury, but the moment he went down was like, oh my god, Ridley's top twelve, top twelve mm-hmm. wide receiver. T. Log goes down. Ridley might not even be a wide receiver three. It's a, it's amazing how how in a, in a bad way, amazing how quickly things can change. Yeah, that's how.
0: All right, well, thank you,
2: buddy. All right, man, appreciate you. It's it's, dev- it's devastating, people. It's devastating. Injuries are devastating. I can't stand injuries. I can't stand them, um, especially when they happen in freak ways, you know? Like, predicting an older player to get injured, and I'm not saying I'm happy about that or anything like that, but, like, it's – You're expecting it. You're not shocked. It doesn't, like, kick you right in the stomach. You're, like, preparing for it, and then they get hurt, and you're like, okay, it sucks, and I didn't want it to happen, but, you know, like Cooper Cup and and Eckler, those are from a first-round, you know, top-15 overall perspective, a waste of a pick to me walking into the season. I still, to this very moment, will buy ultra-low on Cup, buy ultra-low on Eckler if you can still trade, because it's a whole different monster. It's not even the same conversation. But on draft day, those were huge avoids. And the, the the crappy part about fantasy is when a guy goes down like Burrow, you can't control it. Guy goes down like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he was older. You could maybe blame that one on age and say, well, gotcha, Smithy And touche if that's going to be your argument that you thought, okay, he's older. You he could definitely tear something um, I think one thing we need to keep in you guys know I'm very big on injuries and and you know I've got you know very, very a lot of pride involved in how much I try and you know bring you guys the most accurate injury content even even over some of the people that are coming from the medical space trying to do fantasy I, I I'd rather I personally from a viewer perspective thinking from your guys' angle would rather come to a person that's been doing fantasy for 20 plus years professionally that is learn the injury process the entire way versus somebody trying to do fantasy that knows the medical because the medical knowing the ins and outs of some of the medical stuff doesn't help anybody any more than what i'm going to give you and i'll learn and if i don't know something i learn it and it's like you know i i i, I like to make sure i'm a one-stop shop and and i, I forget where i was even going with this uh, i was talking about uh injuries TM forty TM forty two. What was I talking about? You're live, by the way. What was I talking about right before that? Uh, shoot, you got me. My brain, <laughs> my brains. I think I was just saying that that the injuries are so, oh so they're so bad this year. And oh oh oh, what I was going to be careful with, yeah. with next year. You guys know how much pride I take in the injury process and trying to prepare you guys for injuries and have you guys know the difference between this and the time frames and. And, and everything. The one thing I think we need to take into next year because these injuries come in waves. ACLs used to be a thing in waves and droves. Now, calve injuries and ACL and or, or Achilles injuries are, in, are coming in droves. And the one thing about a uh, 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 calf injury and Achilles is they can oftentimes be very related, but your Achilles is right here on the, the uh, part above your heel. And the Achilles connects and turns really into your calf muscle, and sometimes you have a lower calf pull that can really be a sign of, of of a potential Achilles problem that could brew. And so Aaron Rodgers having that sleeve on his calf, and then having the Achilles injury, then 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 uh, uh, Burrow having a sleeve on his calf and having the calf injury were very wor- worrisome for an Achilles tear. The only thing with Achilles tears is traditionally they happen to older players, but this is this is something we need to take into account. When a player's got a calf injury and this wasn't necessarily the case years past, it's so weird our injuries come in waves. We have to very much be fearful and mindful of a potential Achilles tear and risk to the Achilles. So uh, next year is gonna be interesting. I got, I got a lot of stuff up my sleeve in terms of risk assessment and some different ways of looking at red flags and and weighting red flags differently against other red flags. Example, you know, weighting a situational red flag against uh, an injury red flag, which a lot of times we just say, okay, multiple red flags, we walk away. Well, maybe one red flag flag weighs more than two red flags, and I think I'm just going to take a different approach to it in 2024 to try and stave off as much injury risk as we can. Sometimes they're freaked, though. You know, T-Law, freak. There's so many freak injuries. Tank Dell, freak. And you can't blame Tank Dell's injury on size. That I refuse to accept. Because Tank Dell didn't get hurt because he was small. He he got bent back. It would have happened to anybody. Even A-Chan's injury didn't have to do with him being small. He got hit in the knee from the side. It's not the same. It's not the same. So distinguishing all that, too, is very important. But go ahead, TM42, what can I help you with? appreciate you yeah yeah just wondering um how do you feel about Kincaid uh, going into the playoffs would you like roster a
0: second tight end like just to have on the side just to see what happens or are
2: you just riding Kincaid all the way mmm I mean, I, of course, I'm going to ride Kincaid all the way, but but I would definitely I definitely think it's smart to back up all your positions. You don't want to get caught without a player at all to plug in, unless you have open waivers all during the playoffs. Then, you know, maybe, maybe depending on the depth of the waiver wire pool, that I'd be okay. Especially given you're fighting with less people, you know, because no one's going to be picking up players, and you know, yeah. if your four teams are left and only four people will be debate, you know, debating on whether to use a waiver claim on a tight end. However, some people are very, very, uh, uh, strategic. And I don't like to say this is dirty. If your rules allow for it, it's fair game. If you think, Oh, I'm just going to wait to pick up a tight end and Bob over here drops his kicker and picks up all five of the available tight ends. And that picks okay. up a different kicker. Look, that's, yep. you know, that's not cheating. It's, it's kind of scrappy. It's kind of dirty, depending on how you look at it. Um, In some leagues i've done that (laughs) in some leagues i wouldn't dare do that because they're just different communities of people but but uh i don't really leave it to chance to have no backup of a tight end or a quarterback walking into a a playoff bro but it depends on who you got to cut too that could also determine it you know if the benches are so small mixed with the fact that no one's going to make a waiver claim other than the three or four or five people left or six people left then I probably would if it's small benches. Just leave one tight end on my roster, and because I know that the the pool is pretty deep. Yep, yeah, yeah. I'm dropping uh, downs probably, so I'll probably have room for a tight end. Yeah. All right, bro. Yeah. Anything else? Anything else? Appreciate you, Smitty anything else no
0: no i hope sharps uh, is healthy i hope he comes back
2: yeah all right man appreciate you tm tm good, 42 yeah. to the moon later call call later. back if you got another one um let's see here So, uh, many non-contact injuries. Yeah, who needs Burrow, the legend of Jake Browning. I don't know about that. 10000 But But uh, definitely was impressed, for sure. Love the fire, bro. Uh, take care of the finger, bud. Ouch. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate your $2 holler. Terry to the moon. Thank you for moderating. Um, thank you so much, pal. Appreciate you. Alright ladies and gentlemen I think I'm out for the night Thank you for watching The Waiver Wire show Thank you to all the Super chatters Everybody dropping fire Terry Roberts uh, Finn's fanatic Terry Roberts Paul M Amazon Joe James Will Trump 20 Trump 2024 Thank you for dropping The super chat Little Ricky Thank you Young uh, Jaime DeBalt You guys all rock You guys all are amazing Um, Thanks for the 24K uh, And let's keep it growing Let's keep it building I want to be at 50K This time next year calendar year we can double we pretty much double every year i I see no reason we can't be at 25k this time next year and it's all because of you and if you can't share it with your immediate league share it with the person at the sports bar share it with a person at work that you don't really even play in a big fantasy league with With but the guys you know you're gonna cream any any, you're gonna just absolutely cream every single season anyway and just lambaste them in your fantasy league at work um share it with the person at the corner that's wearing a an Eagles jersey, and you say, hey, watch the fantasy football show on YouTube. The guy loves Jalen Hurts. He does. I'm going to watch it. Help spread the word, because the bigger we get, the better we get. I mean, just think about how we've evolved as we've grown. Uh, appreciate you all. <sighs> Tough injuries. We'll get through them. We adjust and adapt. or adjust and adapt people. And thank you for watching, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Don't forget, we're live Monday through Friday at... 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. If you're new, subscribe. And if you haven't hit the underdog link, it's pinned in the live chat. We'll be drafting for week 14, maybe tomorrow, um, maybe during the day too. We might try and do some some drafts during the day, these next few weeks to try to really get ready for for, you know, weeks 14, 15 cuz a lot of people are going to get knocked out and they're going to need something to do. So I think we need to jump in and do some daytime drafts, some nighttime drafts and start doing more drafts this next couple weeks than normal. And by doing that, you're going to go to underdog fantasy promo code smitty again. The link is pinned in the live chat. The link is also uh, right here. I'm going to drop it in the the live chat right this very second. Hold on. Um, I, that's the wrong that's the wrong link. Here's the link right here. Play underdog fantasy promo code. Where is that? It's pinned in the live chat. Hit the link in the live chat. Appreciate you all. It's in the description of every video. And it also is promo code Smitty. So that gets it done too. Uh, See you all later. 8 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday. Live whenever big news breaks. And also live for graveyard shifts and drafts. Pretty much four or five nights a week. So we're live four or five nights a week around midnight. We're live Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday, every weekday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and also live randomly whenever big news breaks. This is your one-stop shop for fantasy football content, my broskies, and we're also on. Sp- I'm also on Spotify. So, and, and they're all video shows that you can, you know, lock your phone; it turns into an audio pod. But this show is on Spotify. Go, go, give it a follow on Spotify if you would. Peace out Thank you Superfish Thank you E111 Thank you Terry Roberts Thank you Birdman Happy birthday Drop Birdman a a birthday cake I I still haven't seen your response Harrison uh, Appreciate you bro Knights Nissan in the building Appreciate you Nissan Peanut butter and waivers Peanut butter and cups Who I think went to bed Uh, Sam Lopez Appreciate you David Appreciate you it's David C21. Uh $10, 000, appreciate you. Nissan, thanks again, pal. Um, Yang, appreciate you, Yang. Trump, appreciate you. David, E11, Sam, Terry, I see you all. Shane. I see you, Shane. Darling, I see you. Flo, appreciate you. Rock out. Rock out, you hung up. I don't know. Um calling tomorrow, rock out. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Silky Kid, appreciate you. Thought, appreciate you. D-Town, appreciate you. Thought Criminal, appreciate you. And we... Donnie Bravo, appreciate you. Ray G, appreciate you. Toasty, appreciate you. Edgar, appreciate you. Toasty. Superfish. Deuces. Deuces.